Hi, and welcome to this edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. Our mission here at Fresh Hope for Mental Health is to empower you to live well in spite of your mental health challenge by sharing insights through interviews, practical tools for living well, encouragement, and courage for overcoming all from a Christian perspective. And now, here's your host, Pastor Brad Hayes. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. I'm Pastor Brad Hafes, your host, and our purpose here at Fresh Hope is to empower you to live a full and rich life in spite of having a mental health diagnosis, or maybe you love somebody who has a mental health diagnosis. Um, so uh, that's why we're here, and that's what we're about. As you well know, I like to interview people, and today I have with me Mike Jackwart from uh, Wisconsin. And uh, Mike is an author, and he's got a new book out, and we're going to talk about that today. So welcome, Mike. I'm glad you're with me. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Brad. Thank you for having me on today. You bet. You bet. So tell us the name of your book and what your book is about. Um, the book is called Climbing Out of Darkness, A Personal Journey into Mental, A Personal Journey into Mental Wellness. And the purpose of my book is uh, it's written in kind of a memoir type fashion. It kind of traces uh, my beginnings to the problems I had in school, which were no doubt due to some behavioral health issues, uh, but particularly in the working world. And um, there's clinical observations throughout. It's um, it's a it's not written in as a clinical book, but it has the observation uh, some observations from a clinician. And the idea is to give the reader an idea just how much mental health really does impact our everyday life. It's not like we just get we're in the blues once in a while and that's that. It's it had a major impact on my life. Can you tell me, tell me about that impact? Can you give me a couple of examples, what it, that was like for you? Yeah, yeah. well, I, I had a lot of problems in the working world. I lost a number of jobs, and I looked, and um, as God led me back through my journey, I could see where I couldn't blame the employer. I couldn't, I was blaming them for all my past jobs. In reality, I was taking my depression and my anxiety and my other issues with me from job to job so that Sure, in the beginning, I did fine on the job, but as I was there longer, these problems raised their ugly head again. Um, problems concentrating, uh, problems staying focused. Um, well, that's about well, that's about the same thing. Um, just problems with depression, which sap the energy out of us. And on a fast-paced job, I was in publishing for a long time. Uh, it can be hard enough. Even when you're, you know, you're really with it, you know, you're really on yeah. your game every day. And when you're having depression issues, it's that much harder just to stick with it. And it's kind of like being stuck in molasses and the rest of the world's not in molasses. And you're just trying to push through and kind of lethargically um, getting things done if you're getting that. That's exactly right. That's a very good way of putting it. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. yeah so, the book shows then what how you it, 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 how you got to the point of becoming well, correct? Right, right. It goes through a couple different stages. That's why it's called climbing out of darkness and not climbing out of the darkness, which my wife 
correctly told me it would be more like you climbed out of it once and I didn't. I climbed out of it a few on a few different occasions. And um and it, it goes back to the beginning of my life because I had some mental health issues growing up a little bit, like a number of people I've talked to. Um, nothing really terrible, but there was mental health problems on my my dad's side of the family. Sure. So, so some of this was genetic. So I needed to go over my my beginning. Um, I had a, and um, um, I just yeah yeah. So it so I had some problems on a few different occasions that so I had to go back and kind of retrace. And some steps were worse than others. The worst was probably. In 2002, I lost about three jobs in the span of a, less than roughly about two years. And that's when I finally woke up and realized, and after talking to my wife, I, there's something going on here besides work. There's got to be a reason why I keep losing these jobs all the time. Right. And, and yeah. that's, I, that's when I was out of work for roughly eight months. But, you know, uh, you know, God uses that time for good. And uh, I, I needed that time off to see what was going on and so so what did you do during that time what did you go to a doctor did you start taking medicine or um what? i went i uh no medicine was a little bit later um i did more praying than i usually did i mer memorized some very helpful verses like jeremiah 29 11 i recite them to myself every day grocery store at home on my way somewhere i'm at home uh yeah that helped um, I started seeing a counselor through my wife's employee assistance program. Uh -huh. And that's when I, that's, that was kind of the tipping point. And that she diagnosed me with having uh, attention deficit disorder, as well as depression. And some people, as you know, don't really like receiving a, a diagnosis. It's like, oh, what's wrong with me? I was actually enthused to have a diagnosis because it's like, okay. Now I got an idea what's wrong with me. It's like how do yeah. you how yeah. do you get through a problem if you don't really know what it is if you're guessing all the time? So then she referred me to my general practitioner. Um, it's kind of surprising she didn't go to a psychiatrist and went to my practitioner, but that's okay. It worked out, and he prescribed a Wellbutrin, which uh, I started taking. Mm, I think it was either May or June of '02. And that's when it was like a, a Brad, it was like a veil was lifted off my eyes. And I was uh, like, oh, this is why people are happier. This is why people laugh more. This is how I'm supposed to be enjoying life. Remember, I'm out of work yet. So I really don't have a big reason to be happy yet. Yet, yeah. even though I'm out of work, I'm happier than I've been in a long time. Wow. And, yeah. and, it's, and it's summer too. So that helped. That helped. You know, the days are longer, a little sunnier. Right. And, um, and uh, after, about two months later, in August, I got a part-time job, which evolved into full-time. And after, and I was there for about 14 years. I was blessed with a job Isn't that I, a, love, I love for a long time. Yeah, that's that's amazing, Mike, because a lot of people don't, you know, I, I spoke to somebody recently that kind of poo-pooed the idea of medicine because it just doesn't work and it makes things worse. And this was somebody from a medical perspective. And I was like, I can tell you countless stories of when medicine worked. And and this is just a perfect example of that, Mike. You, you, you took the medicine 
you got the therapy and then you kept a job for 14 years. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Thank you. That's yeah. a, that's a turnaround. I, I, yeah. You know? I, I was basically sick and tired of being sick and tired. So yeah. it's like, so it's like, and I didn't know at the time how resistant a lot of people, men especially were to taking a medication. I looked at it like you're a doctor, you know, more than me. I don't know a lot about this. I'm willing to try something to feel better. I'm like, what am I going to feel worse? You know, I, I yeah. certainly had absolutely nothing to lose. So um, I was all, I was on board with it. I had no problem with trying, trying something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you got, talk to if, me, you got uh, bad, if you got bad headaches and they tell you to take a pill for, cause you got a migraine. I mean, I mean, why not? I mean, it's the same yeah. thing. Why would you not? do it yeah mm -hmm. um talk to me about men and mental health issues um because it seems like more and more i'm having more conversations with men about the fact that many times men are suffering needlessly because they are hesitant to get help or um resistant to taking medicine like you just mentioned Mm -hmm. talk, talk to me about that what what are some yeah. of your thoughts well i've i've got some pretty macho friends uh who are <laughs> who uh who they don't know it but they're helping me with uh with content behind the scenes with some of their remarks and stuff um i think a big part of it brad is denial they just deny that they've got an issue they just think well that's just me you know that that's who i am if you don't like it lump it you know that's yeah. that's that's a pretty good part of it another thing i'm finding out through some other people is in the mental health field, there needs to be some reframing of some of these questions and, um, you know, mental health, you know, that turns some people off. Mental illness really turns people off. I'm not that bad. Um, depression. Well, I'm not depressed and they don't understand what clinical depression is. So what I think would be really helpful going forward. And, and again, this is something I've been learning from some other people is to start reframing these things, start getting at the root of these person's problems. And you're like, what's bothering you at work? Well, what will a man talk about? You'll probably talk about stress. You might talk about family responsibilities, how hard it is on the job, and then use that as an open door to start asking more questions that probe at how they're doing mentally without maybe um, they're realizing it. And even in the more traditional medical settings i've run into some of that of late <clears throat> excuse me as i'm i was having some physical pain last year i had a lot of problems with my pain and shoulder i went to a number of different doctors anyway the one gal she asked me how this was affecting my mental health how did i feel now compared to like two or three weeks ago um did i feel did i have any thoughts of self-harm did i you know it was just like a real basic questionnaire there's a name for it you know, Q9 or something. I don't know. Uh, no. Okay. And, but so I think there has been inroads to where the, you know, um, the medical profession is slowly, but surely understanding these things do interrelate and we better start asking more questions about what's going on in that realm and not just the physical realm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what would Mike, what would you say to some, Buddy, that would be listening that's a man um and maybe how would you describe depression what what would you encourage him to do 
Um, uh, how often are you experiencing the depression? We all experience blue blues from time to time. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Life, life can be tough, as you state correctly in your book. No doubt about it. We all go through something. How often do you feel like this way? Do you? How does it affect your everyday life? Um, are you happy if you're married? Are you, is your spouse happy with you? Uh, how do you feel? How are you handling stress? Um, uh, what's your mood like? Are you usually kind of kind of mel uh, melancholy? Be too strong of a word, but you know, how do you usually feel and try to get at that that sort of thing? And you know, just kind of reiterating the persistency of it, because a lot of, as you know, a lot of times one one of the de the definitions of some of these disorders is, you know, how long this has been going on, and that that's a big part of it. Yeah. So I would I would definitely want to get at you know, how do they, how do they feel the majority of the time? Not, not, you know, you're having a rough day, uh, but the majority of the time. Right. And, you know, I think it's important to say that with depression in men, uh, there's two things that I found surprising when I really was clinically depressed for a long period of time was the fact that depression, I did not feel sad. I didn't feel anything i i was just numb and um the other thing was is that depression sometimes shows up in men through anger and um we're more likely to become angry when we're depressed or more angry than usual or whatever very very good point very good point and uh well both those points are um yeah flat feelings i had that a lot on one of my jobs um, and that I had lost. And I'm sure everybody else there seemed upbeat. And I'm depressed without really knowing it. I'm not motivated. I Motivation, that you, you want to ask them how motivated there are on the job. Yeah. Uh, you want to ask that. You want to yep. see if you can get at some uh, uh, flat flat feelings. Because like you say, um, that, that's right. You don't always feel necessarily sad. And I think that's a big misnomer of these things. They think, well, I'm, well, I'm not that sad. I'm, well, I don't yeah. know if I even am sad. There, there, there's more to it than that. It's a lack of, of energy, for one thing. Um, we talk a lot in our my support group about how some of us just struggle to get, have enough energy to get through the day sometimes. So energy could be an opening with some men, you know, if they're like, oh, I'm always tired. I'm always tired. I, you know, I don't know why I shouldn't be tired. I sleep every night. So, right. there, you know, there's energy. There's flat feelings. Um, there's anger. Um, a friend of mine, there's self-medication. A friend of mine even jokes about it, you know, like, oh, I'll have a couple of drinks tonight and self-medicate myself. And um, yeah, it's like, and I, you know, I did come about close, close to tell him, well, that's nice, but this isn't really uh, funny, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, um, how can people get a hold of your book, Mike? How can they get a copy of it? Well, it's available on Amazon. Um, again, the title is uh, Climbing Out of Darkness, A Personal Journey into Mental Wellness. Uh, Marina London, who is a licensed clinical social worker, assisted me on it. She, uh, her name also appears on the cover. And you can also uh, write to me and I will send you a signed uh, personalized copy. 
And uh, how, how do people write to you? What's your email address? Uh, my email address is madjack, M-A-D-J-A-C, at tds.net. That's my email address. And the cost for me to, to ship a book is roughly about the same as getting it on Amazon. But of course, you're not going to get a signed copy on Amazon. So, Right, right. So uh, folks, especially if you're a man and you potentially are um, experiencing depression or have, um, I would recommend that you pick a copy of this book up. And uh, Mike, what would you say to any wives that might be listening and they know their husband is not doing well, but the husband is not real open to getting help or to reading a book? Uh, how, what words of encouragement or insights might you be able to give to them? Well, look at how far I've I've come. Hopefully that would be a way of, of getting at it. Um, there's also a couple of side stories within this book uh, from a couple other people, a couple other men who've had self uh, problems in this area uh, who approached the problem a little bit differently than when, what I did. Uh, so there isn't necessarily a right or a wrong way of doing it, but it, it also offers some insight. For example, one gentleman, I took me many years before I started getting the therapy route route of it. I, but another gentleman, he did the opposite. He was very leery about taking a medication, but he was very uh, willing to undergo therapy. So he went that route for quite a while before he got into um, the medication part of it. Uh, another gentleman had some problems with both but in in all cases in all cases you could see where it was holding them back in life so yeah. i guess so i think a good approach might be something you know we're you know we're kind of wired to be you know breadwinners and um, successful in careers and stuff i'd say well how is your husband doing in his career on the job is he doing as well as he could be, could he be doing better? Would he like to be doing better? Is he motivated on his job? If he's not motivated on his job, why isn't he motivated? Sometimes we think it's just the job like I did for years when, like I say, in reality, I was bringing the depression with me from job to job. Sure. You know, why go through so much trial and error like like I did? Seek Seek help. And if you find out you don't have a mental health condition, fine. But find out what the answer, look into it. If you have a sore shoulder, you wouldn't uh, not want to get it looked at at some point, right? If you right. Uh, busted your ankle, you wouldn't want to not get it looked at, right? Yep. So if you have something going on, or you even think that you might have something going on, check it out. What, yep. can, it, what can it hurt? Yep. Well, Mike, I thank you so much for being with me today, and um, I'm hopeful that this podcast will be heard by many and um, that they'll pick up your book. So it's, um, say the title, the first part of the title again. Right. Uh, climbing Out of Darkness. Climbing Out of Darkness. And so you can look that up on Amazon, order it, or you can email Mike. And um, he'll be happy to get you a copy of that, a uh, signed copy. There you go.
So thank you so much, Mike, for being here today. I thank appreciate it. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it. You bet. Well, my friends, that uh, concludes this edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. If you um, are listening to this on iTunes, if you'd give an honest review or comments, that helps other people find it on iTunes. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at pastorbrad at freshhope.us. Maybe you've got a question, insights, or maybe you've got ideas of who I could interview, or maybe even you're interested in uh, being on the podcast. So, um, you know, if you need something or whatever, reach out to us at Fresh Hope. We're here to help you. We want to help empower you to live well in spite of having a mental health diagnosis. Once again, I'm Brad Hafes, your host, and this has been another edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. Hold fast, my friend. There is hope. You've been listening to Fresh Hope for Mental Health. If you have an opportunity, please review, share, and subscribe to the Fresh Hope for Mental Health podcast on iTunes or on the service that you use. We encourage you to share our podcast on social media with your friends and family. Previous podcasts of Fresh Hope for Mental Health can be found at freshhopeformentalhealth.com, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. Fresh Hope is one of the leading networks of faith-based peer support groups internationally. For more information about Fresh Hope, go to freshhope.us.